Support for this podcast and the following message come from Allianz Travel Insurance. You've got big plans ahead. Protect your adventures for the next 365 days with an all-trips annual travel insurance plan. Learn more and get a quote at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shea Stevens. Kansas City residents are grieving after a Super Bowl victory celebration turned into a crime scene. One person was killed and 22 others were injured when shots rang out at the end of a parade honoring the Kansas City Chiefs. Mayor Quentin Lucas says his family was among those fleeing the gunfire. I'm heartbroken. First of all, I'm praying for the victims and the families impacted. I start with them. Um, I'm incredibly upset, disappointed. I was there with my wife. I was there with my mother. Uh, We never would have thought that we, along with Chiefs players, along with fans, hundreds of thousands of people, would be forced to run for our safety today. Lucas says two suspects have been arrested. Police are still trying to determine a motive for the shooting. Customs and Border Protection officials say the number of undocumented migrants entering the U.S. fell by 50 percent in January. As NPR's Jasmine Garst reports, those numbers are often cyclical. In December, authorities encountered more than 249,000 undocumented migrants crossing the border, a record. In January, it dipped to around 124,000. January tends to be a slower migratory month due to winter weather. But experts say discussions in Congress about increasing border enforcement, the Biden administration restarting deportation flights, and Mexico intensifying its crackdown on migrants heading north all may have been deterrents. The numbers are expected to go up again. Isaac Abramson is with the Washington office on Latin America. There is really nothing we can do at the borderline or along the migrant route that is going to be more miserable than what people are already experiencing in the places they're fleeing. He says if the forces that drive migration continue, so will the migration. Jasmine Garst, NPR News, New York. The Israeli military has ordered civilian refugees to evacuate one of the last major hospitals still functioning in Gaza. As NPR's Greg Myrie reports, Israel alleges Hamas was conducting military operations at the facility. Without providing details, Israel's military said Hamas was operating from the Nasser Medical Complex in the southern Gaza city of Han Yunus. Many civilians fled carrying whatever belongings they could, according to video and witness accounts. Thousands of civilians have been living on the hospital grounds, hoping it would provide some measure of safety. The Israeli military said it opened a route for civilians to move from the hospital to a safe zone in the city. The hospital staff and patients were allowed to stay. Israel's offensive in Gaza has led to the shutdown of virtually every major medical complex in the territory. Greg Myrie, NPR News, Tel Aviv. You're listening to NPR News. President Biden has signed a memorandum that shields Palestinians in the U.S. from deportation. The move allows thousands of eligible Palestinians to work in the country over the next 18 months without fear of deportation. A hearing in Georgia on Thursday could decide the fate of Georgia's election interference case against Donald Trump. A defense attorney alleges Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis should be disqualified from the case. Michael Roman cites Willis's affair with a special prosecutor who she appointed. Roman insists the two enriched themselves, citing two plane tickets that Willis allegedly purchased. 
A new study finds that people who live alone are more likely to report feelings of depression, especially if they have no social support. NPR's Ritu Chatterjee has details. The study used data from the 2021 National Health Interview Survey. It found that of all people living alone, over 6% said they felt depressed. That's more than people who live with others who also report feeling depressed. Study author Larissa Makita is with the National Center for Health Statistics. Adults who live alone were more likely to report feelings of depression than adults who live with others. Makita also looked at the link between social isolation and depression in this study. Among people living alone who said they had little or no social and emotional support, 20% reported feelings of depression. That's nearly twice as many people who live with others who said they felt depressed and lack social support. Ritu Chatterjee, NPR News. U.S. futures are flat in after-hours trading on Wall Street. This is NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor HubSpot. Imagine growing a business with high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.